And we are back with our latest edition of the Sunday Shoot Around, presented by Bench Talk Radio. Uh, regular crew has been shuffled around a bit. Uh, Cam out. Did some budget cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We couldn't afford a few guys' salaries. Uh, Zach was a little too pricey. Cameron, we just took a look at the roster and decided to DFA. Yeah. He's on waivers to, right now. Had to cut some dead weight. <laughs> so I reached into the bullpen and got my brother again. Second appearance on the show. What's up, yeah, Phil? Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah. I guess. I'm off the big, big, <laughs> big uh, I got trivia the, win in last appearance. Yeah, that's true. I got thrown in the fire. I just had plans to watch uh, football and basketball tonight. But here I am. I'm still watching <laughs> basketball right now. What's yeah. the oh. score? Who's my have 33-27 Miami. End of first. Here. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that'll be the final nail in the coffin for me in that uh, in that team draft we did. You d- neither of your baseball teams made the playoffs. No, I got Oakland, but like I need oh, okay. Celtics to stay alive, considering you have both NHL teams, and if you get Miami too, it's a wrap. Just don't you come in last. NHL, Wait, did you only yeah. pick one baseball and team both, and both one seeds? I, I took Washington and their entire team decided to fall apart. So <laughs> big time World Series hangover. So missed the mark there. Like the one time Major League Baseball is half the league make it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick it right. That's crazy. Tom Tom chirped me for my Atlanta Braves pick. Said they suck. Then the next day Soroka goes down. And I'm like, then at that point, I'm like, Tom's living in my head. I'm like, yeah, oh, I was kind of like, dancing on Atlanta's your grave a bit when Soroka <laughs> went boom, down. Boom, wins the division, two seed in the NL, <laughs> and they're <Yeah>. rolling. <laughs> the kicker is so, like, Washington was my first pick of the Whoa. my baseball teams. No, like, not good. my first pick in the draft, but of the baseball oh, okay. teams. Oh. <laughs> I took them. And then my second baseball pick, it was a coin flip between Oakland or Chicago Cubs. And it's like, if I had just done Chicago and Oakland, I'd be absolutely fine. But I'm a moron. Didn't believe in the, didn't believe in a World Series hangover. Didn't, thought they could replace Anthony Rendon. I, like, I would, I wouldn't even call it a World Series hangover. I would say they just got hot. Like they weren't really a World Series quality team. Like they weren't the best team in the league last year. They just yeah, had a monster rotation. Like he used to. Yeah. Like, he struggled. Yeah. like he was still fine, but he's still. They were not, the they were not the best team in baseball. And Strasburg. They just got hot at the right time and had good enough pitching. I thought they still had the best rotation in baseball going into the year, and then Scherzer took a step back. Strasburg blew out his arm. Corbin, Corbin wasn't great. Their lineup, their lineup stinks outside oh. of Juan Soto, though. Opening yeah, day. Trey Turner is <laughs> gross. Trey Turner is unreal. <laughs> Opening day, <laughs> I dark, flipped yes. on the Yankees and Nationals game. And Howie Kendrick was horrible on that team. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was the first time I got a look at their lineup and <laughs> opening day, and I'm like, holy shit, what did I get myself into? And that was when Juan Soto was hurt. So, like, it was like Trey Turner <laughs> at the top, Adam Eaton second, and then it was like a fat Astrubal Cabrera and Howie Kendrick yeah. 3-4 yeah, spot. The 3-4. Yeah, and I almost, yeah, pu- yeah. I almost puked right Adam there. MVP. Yeah. That's for sure. So, anyways, so that's a bit of baseball talk. Like, we'll get into the Jays in a bit, but uh, the game that just ended was actually the Cowboys game. So, I'd like some uh, some quick post game analysis yeah. from Blake over here. Yeah, uh, they lost. Um, <laughs> Good analysis. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dak threw a pick in the end zone to end the game. 
and uh, they should have played a lot better than they did. Um, but they also could have lost by more too. So that's my analysis. Are you concerned about your kicker? Greg no. the leg? Has he lost no. his leg? Just no. Greg now? <laughs> no, he's still Greg the leg. Yeah, I get that he missed the two PATs today, but no, I still have the utmost faith in him. And uh, and Dallas has a the easiest part of their schedule coming up here. So, are you concerned that their defense stinks? Uh, <laughs> I thought their I thought their pass rush looked at best all year today. Like wow, they actually that's had a saying lot. Man, like they actually put some, they actually <laughs> they actually put a little bit of pressure on Russell Wilson today. And the last through five two games, they. Uh, they weren't at all. Man, okay, I have Sunday Night Football on right now, and why is it Mike Tirico in the booth instead of Al Michael? What happened there? Couldn't tell you. I was taking the night off. Much needed, man. The guy's been on the grind for years. <laughs> <laughs> Guy was calling the the miracle on ice. Like I, th- I think he deserves a day off now and again. <laughs> yeah. So Dallas's schedule coming up is Cleveland next week. Oh, New York, <laughs> New York Giants, Arizona, Washington, Philly. So I don't know why you're considering Cleveland an easy part of your schedule, but I would I would say that's that's five straight dubs. Hopefully, uh, wow, wow. Well, I think Cleveland, Cleveland can take Cleveland, them. Cleveland yeah. played well today against a a good Washington's defense is actually solid. Mm-hmm. It's better than Dallas. Yeah, sure. who's the answer yeah, for Nick Chubb? It's better than Dallas <laughs> offense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Chubb's just as good. They have, the two be- they have the best running back tandem in the league. Dallas has the best running back in the league and three number one, number one receivers. Okay, we got a oh, top five. Oh, you have, have two top ten running backs. Zeke had butter on his hands all game, man. Can't catch. Two- <laughs> He's a running back. Why are they throwing it to him? <laughs> sure. Right, keep- I'm going to say two top 20 wide receivers for the Browns as well. I don't We have oh, wow. three. Yeah, that you're not going to win that fight, I don't think. But I'd uh, yeah, I'd no, focus on the defense. Than you think. I'd focus on the defense here. Yeah, yeah. the defense, defense I'll give. Way better. The defense I'll give you. Yep. Right. Our secondary is not all hurt like it usually is. We're good. We're rolling. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. See the dog pound. Take it to the boys. We'll see what happens. Who's the home team? That's an excellent question. You just looked at the schedule picture, though. Yeah, I. I'm pretty sure it's Dallas. It's at one o'clock, and I'm pretty sure it's at AT and T. Yeah. Jeez. Like uh, I was trying to do some math. I'm kind of I kind of got a simple brain, so I do a lot of stuff where I look at who beat who and um, think, oh, like if uh, Dallas beat who did they beat this year? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, if they beat it, well, Atlanta beat no one, so that. Uh, Seattle. Yeah. Imagine being a Falcons fan right now. Blew yeah, another tough. fourth quarter big lead. That's how many? Brutal. How many today? They were up twenty six ten in the fourth quarter. Big Dick uh-huh. Nick came in to save the day. Man, okay, we need to talk about Nick Foles. We need to talk about Nick Foles. Everywhere that guy goes, he wins games, and he can't keep hold the job down. I don't understand. Well, it's one of the biggest really enigmas. Games. He didn't really win games with the Jags. So that's kind of why okay. he ended up being the backup. But yeah. But then I he went to Philly and carried like. No, he was just on the Jags last year. Oh, you're right. Okay, so where he where was he on the Rams? That I'm thinking. Yeah. Where he didn't really win games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're still in St. Louis, I think maybe. Um, I yeah. Was he that's traded for Sam Bradford. 
Yeah. Or am I making that up? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, like, that sounds that right. guy made bank for the amount of work he did. <laughs> I he made a lot of dough. Yeah, that sounds right. I want to say there's even another stop in between that Nick Foles was on. Maybe I'm incorrect in saying that, but I guess I could look it up, but nah, I'm over it. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to do some he quick was on math. The Eagles twice. I think, yeah. I think uh, he, like, he started with the Eagles, and then he went to the Rams, and then he went to the Chiefs, and then he went back to the Eagles. That's who it was. I forgot about the Chiefs. The yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. You think Trubisky is running the NFL is over or what? I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's not over. Well, was, he benched? was he benched? He can, he can at least. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Third quarter. He was just benched. Benched? Yeah. He was still standing there, helmet on, fourth quarter. It was a tough sight to see. Helmet on, just in case? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Stay ready as a backup. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for him. Like, I don't. He'll back up somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah. he'll get some backup roles here and there, yeah. but I can't he's see like, him. He's somewhat unless, competent. Like, he's more competent than injuries. Than backups in the league. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, – yeah, that – I don't know why I'm being so hyperbolic. Like, Blake Bortles <laughs> walked – he walked into a backup job. Like, so – and I think um, – He's backing up for Denver right now. Yeah. He's back, baby. Boys, in my fantasy football league, I, uh, I picked up on something tonight, and I just want to uh, – I want to uh, bring it up here and, and hear your analysis on it because to me this is the worst fantasy football decision that's ever been made. Are you calling? Are you calling out the absentee? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Someone's got to put the gears to him, man. Yeah. Okay. So this guy. This is only a six-team league for for anyone wondering how how we could possibly have all these players on <laughs> one team. <laughs> but okay, so Cam Burgess, who who is a part of this podcast, obviously. He got an inkling that he might be given the gears, so he left. His three three quarterbacks on his team are Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Cam Newton. Guess who he started today? Tom Brady. He started Cam Newton over Patrick (laughs) Mahomes. This is the same guy. If you want to check the tape, this is the same guy that about two months ago said Cam Newton wasn't even going to start for the Patriots when they got here. It, it was what was the guy's name? That you Stidham. Had, like, he thought it was still Stidham's Stidham. yeah, he's job. Like, he's just like, there's no way he's going to start over Jared Stidham. This man's starting him in fantasy over Patrick Mahomes, possibly the greatest fantasy quarterback of our generation. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm well, not I, complaining because he's playing against me, so I could really care. I've, just, I've never, like, <laughs> I was scrolling, like, I'm looking at my matchup, and then I'm scrolling through the other matchups in the league, and I see that Cam started cam newton and i was like wait doesn't he have mahomes i scroll down just see mahomes parked in the bench i'm like oh and i texted ben immediately i'm like did you pay him like what happened there yes mahomes and barkley and he's about to be zero three you just hate to see that (laughs) obviously barkley's out the rest of the year but i'm gonna defend him a little bit i'm pretty sure they play the ravens tomorrow night so i'm taking pat mahomes against the ravens over cam newton in any game yeah well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, if you're sitting Pat Mahomes, <laughs> depending on I what defense he's playing, you're getting Pat too Mahomes, cute. You're getting Pat too Mahomes cute. Pat is not a matchup quarterback. You literally just play yeah. him no matter what. You don't have to oh, make I, it. I agree, okay. but I could see how somebody's brain could do that. It'd be a stupid brain, but I can see how somebody's <laughs> brain could do that. <laughs> you hear that, Cam? <laughs> stupid brain. Stupid yeah. brain. Your replacement's calling you out here. Don't hate it. Like, I sat Russell Wilson last week because if my fantasy QB's playing against New England, I just can't have them 
on my team, and it's unfortunate because he lit them up, and he's just I riding pine. I find but that I can't do it. to play them, to like two play them, so that if he lights up your team, you at least get no, some benefit. No, but you just now can't you just cheer for him. He lights you up. <laughs> no, but at least True. like at least you're like kind of making moves with your heart there, which is an explanation. Cam's just like it. It's like he's trying to like do overthink it, yeah. do some <laughs> math or something. Like I don't know, man. I hope Big like, I want. Guy. I want Mahomes to just I want Mahomes to put up a hundred points tomorrow night. Like I just want him <laughs> to have ten TDs and a thousand yards passing. Like I, I need that on Cam. Yeah. Yeah, like that would be unreal if he just uh had a huge night. How did Cam Newton even do today? Can't say I paid he attention. Had, he had That's fourteen great. points in our league, but our league has weird scoring. Yeah. But he wasn't he didn't do very well. I'll read you a stat line. Didn't they smash the Raiders though? Or am I wrong? Yeah, they did smash them. Like they played good. The D but the played def- good. The defense played well. The run yeah. run oh, okay. game was really he good. He finished with 162 yards passing, one TD, one one pick, and 27 that all, rushing. That's a, that's like what a Pat QB rating of like 86 or something. Like that's bad. Like that that's not very good. <laughs> you just do that math in your head right there, Phil. You I'm a, taking a guess. I took a I took <laughs> a guess at where QB ratings usually are for that kind of stat line. I think it's like mid 80s, but I. Could be that would be a wrong. cool hidden talent to have. Like, <laughs> just randomly calculate QB rating yeah. off the top of your head. Somebody could look that up. I might be close. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of close. What's in I love college QB ratings, and you see it. The guy's rating is like three hundred, and you're like, "What? Yeah. Is this yeah. calculated different?" That's when like Alabama plays like yeah. <laughs> the Citadel. <laughs> What's pretty embarrassing fantasy-wise is in my league, I'm playing Adam Cook, who almost was one of the camera placements tonight, but he couldn't make it. But um, I'm playing him this week, and he has seven IR-eligible guys in his starting lineup, and I'm barely beating him. <laughs> he's giving seven. me... He's like... I. Is that why you posted a message in the uh, the group chat today? Yeah, like I I felt a little guilty. I didn't want to just like throttle him, and then I'm not. I barely even. That's what happens when my quarterbacks are Gardner Minshew and uh, Carson Wentz. And he Josh Allen on his own. He was having a big day. I don't know, man. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Were you nervous, Tom? You almost had your own twenty-eight three game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh shit i didn't even like i i kept saying i kept saying like holy shit like it was 28-3 but i didn't even click that um the falcons patriots didn't even click for me there that would have been brutal i said that to you i was sitting right beside i you. thought i, I know what you're probably a little <laughs> biased on this but that pass interference call on the fourth and nine ugh, i don't know i don't know about it it seemed at that time of the game it seemed a little questionable but Obviously, a, if you're a Bills fan, you're not going to complain. I saw nothing wrong with the call, man. It was like, <laughs> honestly, I what a cam. There's nothing there. <laughs> no, come on, like Cam. Cam will argue that like, like the refs will like make up a call, like a pass <laughs> interference call, and there will be no one like within ten yards of someone, and Cam will be like, "Well, that's how the refs were calling it all game." Like. Yeah, <laughs> like there was some bumping and shoving. Like it's obviously a coin flip call, but guess what? The Bills are due for a few coin flip calls in their history here, so I'll give them that. And then Josh Allen, you got to make plays when you got to make them. He made them. What else can you say? MVP candidate? Maybe I don't know. 
That's what other people are saying. Well, Got to be in it. Big, Russell big Wilson's going to run away with it. But yeah. Yeah. Nice 14 TDs already. Josh Allen's, I think, well, he definitely has more rushing yards, I think. That's Probably. that's good. He has, well, and he has like. I don't know how much. I don't know how much. How much does that factor into the MVP? Well, like TD. Well, I don't know. Factor in the MVP voting. Seems to matter for Lamar Jackson, no? Yeah, but when you also have like Lamar Jackson also had quite a few touchdown passes as well last year. Yeah, well, like Josh Allen has like I don't know. He's throwing touchdown passes, and he has two. I don't think I don't think any of us are arguing that he's having a great year, but there's no way it's not Russell Wilson through three weeks. No, here's the thing. I'm not saying Josh Allen MVP. That's just some buzz that, it's like... what the people are saying. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> he's, the, he's the people's MVP. Yeah, he's speaking the voice of the people right here. Yeah, again, don't put words in my mouth, man. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm saying there's buzz. <laughs> I'm, there's buzz for sure. And I was doing, like, uh, so they beat the Rams. Rams beat the Cowboys. Cowboys. So, like, honestly, this was a big week in terms of, like, beating the the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, if I'm getting out of bed for that, like, Cam seems to gloat, like, about a 2-0 record against dog shit teams, then, like, that means nothing. But this was the first week where it's like, okay, Rams have beaten a few teams. Let's kind of see, like, they're a playoff hopeful. Let's see what it looks like. Great first half. Second half... Uh, a lit. First of all, Aaron Donald just got right at, right at Josh Allen. A big old strip sack. Well, I I don't even want to really bring up how shaky he looked there for a bit, but Josh Allen pulled through. That's he he heard the buzz. He heard the buzz, man. MVP. Who's to say? I, not me for sure, but I'll listen to the. I'll entertain the thoughts that other people are having. So I think that, like, again, Patriots, I didn't really pay attention to at all. Uh, in terms of... They look good. Yeah. In terms of, uh, I guess, the Jays are a pretty big topic of interest. I mean, yeah. Four of us. I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Lourdes Guerrero Jr.'s bomb just landed. I'm yeah. pretty sure. It you see that bomb? Out a windshield. It, it went to that the, bomb, the That bomb. <laughs> Might the high jump that guy got, and that bomb was like Giancarlo Stanton ass. Like that thing was absolutely demolished. That was sent to the Buffalo sky. <laughs> Here's the thing: we usually have uh, Zach do a Blue Jays report. So, <laughs> Philip, let's see. Like, give a quick rundown on the Blue Jays. You got the Zach report this week. You're really putting me on the spot. I don't really know how he usually does these, but <laughs> are you not listening every week? <laughs> I listen. Every other week. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good regimen to keep on. I hear it through my like bedroom wall every week. Okay. So. <laughs> I know what's on the podcast every time. <laughs> I get a good idea of what's going on. But, uh, no, Blue Jays are good. They're playing the Rays in the first round. That was just confirmed. So, yeah. I don't hate them playing the Rays. No, but I don't. Right. Are they playing the first round of the bubble in a bubble? Yeah. No, no, the higher speed is the home team for all three games. Okay. Well, the the, Jays, as we know, the Jays can't play in Tampa ever. So, like, throughout their yeah. history. So, that's a, new, I don't it's like. a new world, buddy. It's a new world. 2020 is a new world. That's like, true. You say they're the home team all three games, like, it doesn't alternate? No, yeah, they're the home team all three games. Tampa is. Interesting. 
Tampa's used to playing in an empty trop, so like COVID's n- like a uh, cathedral of ballparks, the trop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Once they once they start like once there's a huge situation and they're pumping that crowd noise in, Tampa's not going to know what to do. They're going to be like, "What the hell is going on? Here? Why is there so much noise?" Once the ball hits one of the catwalks, that's when you'll know it's real. <laughs> is there ever the left once field fence the drop? Oh yeah. You know where the that fence like down? goes real short, yeah, right down where, the left field line? It's so greasy right whenever a home. That's where that Dan Johnson guy. There's only been like two ever that have gone there. And then that Dan Johnson guy on like the last day, no? Sorry? Uh like that one um the day the right field line, I think. That's when they were down to their last strike or whatever. And it was Dan Johnson who was like that third baseman who who played for the Jays for like a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, that was to right field for sure. Like I hooked around the pole. Yeah. Man, um yeah, I like the Rays matchup. Better than most of them, I think, even though the Rays are the one seed. I was saying to... Yeah. Cleveland is who I wanted the least yeah. in the three-game series yeah. because if you're facing Shane Bieber, you you lose. Like, I don't care if it's just, Ryu or whoever. You might as well throw Roark in that game because you're, you're, you lose. <laughs> and then after that, you pretty you have to be... Not pretty much. You have to be Plesak and Carrasco, which is not something I want to have to be have to do. So. Oh, that's yeah. tough. In a three-gamer. So out of the four options at the start of the day that we could have got... I would say my first choice would have been Chicago because their bats are scuffling and their pitching is the weakest of those four teams. I would say, except for that Garrett Crochet guy, that guy's sick. Yeah. That guy that got drafted this year and is throwing one one out of their bullpen right now. Um, then I probably would have done Minnesota two, Tampa three, but I'm still okay with Tampa. I, I really wanted to avoid Cleveland. So once Cleveland won and the White Sox lost and it was guaranteed Cleveland was getting the four seed, I was like, yeah, the Jays need to lose this game. Like get feed the Yankees Cleveland. So the Yankees have Cleveland now. That'll yeah. Be so it's, gonna, it's Cole Bieber game one. That'll be wow. gross. Hammer the under. <laughs> Except the under will be like three and a half. Yeah, it'll be low. <laughs> Might be one and a half. <laughs> I didn't want Minnesota because I saw a stat that this year against left-handed starting pitchers, they're fourteen and zero. Yeah, and when you're when you're not, tossing, none of them never faced Hyunjin Ryu, buddy. I don't know, man. If they pound left-handed pitching that well, lefties. and think about the lefties that they face, though, like Matt Boyd, they're going after yeah. Matt Boyd all day. <laughs> like, think about like they played only central teams this year, and think of, who's who's a premier lefty in the central in either league. John Lester, no. Uh, good point. I off the top of my head, <laughs> is Sonny Gray a lefty, or am I making no. that up? No. And Sonny Gray is not like elite. <laughs> Sonny Gray is elite. Buddy, man, he just got yeah. Cy Young votes last Sonny year. Sonny Gray's gonna get Cy Young votes, yeah. I wouldn't Big call time. him elite. He's a yeah. good pitcher. Right. He's, a very, he's a very yeah. good pitcher. To me, elite, you gotta be Shane Bieber. He's also not left-handed. Yeah. That's that's I'm pretty sure Sonny Gray is top five in war since he went to Cincinnati, which is like almost two years now. Yeah. Gonna need that in writing before I call him elite. <laughs> that sounds Kind of elite. I'll retract my statement. <laughs> that sounds. But he is good. not left-handed. That part is true. Yeah, I knew he wasn't left-handed. I don't know. Some like Tampa. Obviously, the rotation's good. But when I look at his each of them, first year in Cincinnati, Ben. His first year in Cincinnati, he went 175 innings, two 205 Ks, 287 ERA. It's pretty good. Weak, weak division. Not elite enough for me. <laughs> he hasn't earned elite status. Got to be seventh in Cy Young voting last year. He's probably going to seventh. Yeah, you got to yeah. be top. Three anybody, to be can be, anybody can be seventh in Cy Young. 
and you got to pitch 200 innings. 175 is. Yeah, I man. totally agree. Yep, there it is. Got to be top three to be elite. That's a thing. That's, that's the new rule. Hold on. So you're saying so Shane Bieber finished fourth last year in Cy Young voting. So is he not elite? Yeah, but it's uh, higher. No, we can predict. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're allowed to predict the future, and we know he's going to be top three this year. So I'm just writing the rules as I go here. But okay, Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg was fifth. Mike Soroka sixth. Clayton Kershaw eight. Walker Buehler nine. None of those guys are elite. No. You said Kershaw's it, not me. Done it before. Yeah. Well, Buehler. like ten years ago. Uh, this year, for me. this year he's Sonny like he's finished third in Cy Young voting before. More recently than Kershaw has. Yeah, wow. Kershaw's going to get signed votes this year, too, though. No, he's got like a 2.1 ERA, I thought. I actually have no idea. <laughs> he's He's been shoving this year, so that's a you can't just toss him out there. I, like I thought he was like regressing, and then I looked at his stats, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 216 ERA. Yeah, his career ERA is 2.43. That's, That's an absolute joke. He's just a reverse Madison Bumgarner, though. His highest, get his it done highest the career ERA. He was when he was a rookie. He had a four twenty six. His highest, besides when he was a rookie, is three oh three. Jeez. That's the only other time he's ever been over three. Yeah. Two seventy nine, two ninety one, two twenty eight, two fifty three, one eighty three, one seventy seven, two thirteen, one sixty nine, two thirty one, two seventy three. So I'll go hard on a limb and call him elite. He also yeah. went to school Not with Sonny Matt Gray, Stafford. Though. If yeah, uh, any of you listeners have never heard that, <laughs> Kershaw and Matt there? Stafford. Uh, I don't know what it was. I think they just grew up together. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, with Tampa, at least, I for whatever reason they just don't scare me. Even though obviously their rotation's good. When I look at each of their pitchers, well, I mean, like Glasnow, this year, gross. A lot, of our, a lot of our losses were. By one run, so Glasnow's gross, but Blake Snell's not the same guy anymore, and he only he was limited to like five innings every start this year. And Charlie Morton, I don't know what it is. Like I guess I just can't get the Pittsburgh stink off him. Like I know he's been gross in Houston, he's been gross <laughs> in Tampa. I just can't like. I mean, we faced Charlie Morton this year and absolutely lit him up. Yeah, six runs. Yeah, three. He just Two doesn't three. scare me. And Tampa's team did so well this year, just because like. They had a hundred like uh, average to above average like guys in their bullpen, where it's just like through the whole year they were just throwing quality arms out there. But in a short series, you just gotta you gotta throw like the elite guys at the wall here and let them run with it. And I just don't like do any of their bats really jump at you as like oh shit that guy can really single handedly tank you for a three game series. And other than Glasnow, none of them, like, I don't know. I'm just, I just don't see the. Scared, I'm not even as scared of Glasnow as you guys seem to be, to be honest. Like, guy absolutely loves this fastball. Jay's, like, Vladdy Guerrero is going to take him off the back wall. Hey, I listened to What's-His-Face. Glasnow's ERA is 408. <laughs> what's, what's his name on radio? Uh, the Texas guy. Tough. Kevin Barker, man. Right. Kevin Barker. Oh my God. You, you're telling on yourself for not listening to this, Philip. I had a big Kevin Barker rant last week. I know. I know. I knew that. I forgot his name. I was also listening on that radio. I was listening to that same broadcast at, at work. And uh, he he talked for about 10 minutes that Vladdy Guerrero cannot hit a fastball. He won't be elite until he can hit a fastball. Yeah, I thought I remember hearing <laughs> that the Jays were a poor fastball hitting team this year. They're yeah, not. No, they're true? better. At, they're better at off speed, but they hit fastballs fine. They're an elite offense, really. 
Like, I think they're third in the American League in, in total offense, whatever it's called in baseball. Glasnow, by the way, Glasnow's career ERA is 443, and this year he was 408. So he lowered it this year to 443. I'm not scared of that. Yeah, I'm not scared of that at all. That's like four runs. And the thing is, like, I look at every other AL team, and maybe other than Oakland, every team has, like, some elite guys where, like, I could see them taking over a series. Uh, Oakland and Tampa are, like, the two teams. It's like, where's the... Offensively? Like... Either side, like I can't see either team throwing someone at you that'll just take over a series. Like Tampa's got good bullpen pitchers, but they don't have like an Andrew uh, Miller that'll just no, pitch no two innings. For a, there's no real opportunity for a pitcher to take over a series in a three-game series because everyone can only really pitch once. So. Like unless you have like a Kansas City or a Cleveland bullpen, and I don't see yeah. Tampa having yeah. that. They just have a bunch of like good guys yeah. that they can yeah. kill you by attrition over have, a long have, season. They don't have they don't have the league's three best closers in the same bullpen. Yeah, exactly. Like so Kansas City used to. Like they, they just don't have like a takeover, a series element to their roster that I think other teams have. Like even Chicago, they have like three MVP, like uh, conversation bats in their lineup. Like are Tim, are you saying Tim Anderson and Brayu and who? Uh, kind of Luis Robert, even though he's cooled no. off a bit. Well. Stretches this year, but I was MVP. No, no, short season. He's good for a rookie, but <laughs> let, me pull, let me pull up his numbers. Short he's season, never, he's never to Oscar Hernandez level, Tom. That's what we're comparing him to here. Okay, the MVP. Yeah, maybe I spoke at a turn saying three, but they have two at least. <laughs> he had 223 this year. Okay. I guess I just Look saw him game on, by game. <laughs> on Twitter. I saw him in a bunch of dingers. Okay, get off my case. Two ninety five on base is not winning an MVP anytime soon. Yeah, no, that's Good. fine. I I take that back. Almost as soon as he was out of my mouth. Tim Anderson and Abreu. I agree. Abreu had over sixty RBIs this year. In yeah, sixty games, which is yeah. just an absolute wow. joke. But anyways, I think my point still stands. I could see Abreu or Tim Anderson taking over series. Who on Tampa is gonna do that? Nobody in Tampa's lineup scares me whatsoever. The, the Jays' wow. pitching terrifies me, though. Oh, After yeah, Ryu. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, no doubt no, about it. Bad. And the Shoe bullpen's Maker, not Shoe even great It's bad. Shoemaker does. I don't have much confidence game, in him. Game three, they pitch. might. Yeah. Game three, they might do an opener. If they get, even gets to game three. That's so dust, but <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Possibly <laughs> an opener in a playoff game. Why do, why do none of us trust... Taiwan Walker when his ERA in Toronto was like 137. But even including me, I don't know why, but I just don't. He gets hammered every time. He gets hammered every time? Like, like what's his whip? I feel like yeah, that's what I, like I said. I said last week, like, he tossed the worst four scoreless innings I've ever seen in my career. Like, every <laughs> inning, he, like, loads the bases and gets out of jam. So, he gets the job done, but he causes your hair to go gray in the process. His ERA at so. one thirty seven in Toronto. Let me find his the whip. whip. His whip's got to be so high. <laughs> one point two five three. That's not Pretty even high. too bad. It's not, it's not terrible. Too. I could have sworn, but what can you do? If you told me it was like, well, I know Roarks is like one point seven this year. He's like throwing <laughs> batting practice every that time. That guy's a joke, man. The fact he's making twelve, what is it, twelve mil a year, yeah. is yeah. like outrageous. Like, I love that he doesn't even give Charlie the option of putting him on the roster. <laughs> he can't pitch. Like I'm looking at these numbers for Taiwan Walker, and we should 
we like we should trust them but i agree with you guys i like i am also of the in the party that i don't really and i don't know why yeah it's weird and then like robbie ray ross dripling like they've shown flashes but i Again, like I, I haven't seen enough of them. To... I don't know how much. Stri- I, I don't think Stripling is going to get into a game in the in the first round, unless that there's a blowout and we need yeah. a bunch of inning. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess they have enough long, long relief guys that Stripling is probably the back of that type of role. Yeah, I think. I think between Baraki, K, and Hatch. In a three-game series, your pitching staff is short. Like you're going, like. Tampa Bay has seven lefties, so any like tight situation, most likely you're going to be at a part of the lineup with a bunch of lefties. I'd say any tight situation, you're going to Barucky first. You have yeah. to, right? It's and then, when's Romano back? And then you have to hope you have to hope the starter and Barucky can get you to the seventh, so you can do your little Bastolis Romano thing and yeah. get out of it, right? Is Romano back yet, or what's the deal there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they say he's medically cleared. And he threw a bullpen, and, and they said, like, they kind of, like, they like to keep everything hush-hush, but they said if he doesn't make the team, it'll be a baseball decision and not a medical one. I don't oh. know how you can look at him and say he's not going to make it <laughs> from a baseball standpoint. So that would be, so he'll be there, yeah. Yeah, it's a baseball decision to not clear our best reliever. Right, right. So he's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. But do they trust him in the ninth inning? I don't know. Maybe not. He might be in middle relief. Until he proves it a little more, yeah. he didn't pitch in a game since he came back, right? He didn't pitch today, did he? No, I no. I, I didn't really watch today's game, but I, I caught like the, I looked at the box score. I don't think I saw. I caught like two innings in the middle, maybe the fourth and fifth. I saw, yeah, I, I tuned in for a few minutes. Just saw Guriel, Guriel's bomb, and then tuned out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if if they if they think Romano needs to come in into it like a, a a situation of less leverage than a safe situation in a playoff game might i might be able to live with that yeah to be honest especially because dolice is like sick all of a sudden yeah yeah he he also kind of worries me though because he's either like his pitches are either so gross it's like who's ever going to hit that or he's like Throwing I feel like his it. pitches are always so gross. Who's ever going to hit that? It's just a matter of can he throw it in the strikes. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's either like in the zone and it's like no one's touching that, or it's like in the other batter's box and it's like <laughs> <laughs> like he, that's not even a competitive pitch. Like no one's even going to think about swinging Gary, like that. Gary Sanchez did the other night. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's Al Gary, oh, man. Gary. <laughs> Gary Sanchez <laughs> I think that's enough baseball talk. If Cam was here, I would ask for a short list on the Red Sox new manager, but unfortunately, we're not going to get his baseball takes this week. I'm yeah, sure he had a, a lot to talk about, too. <laughs> you, probably didn't even, you probably didn't even know that they're not bringing Renicky back. I bet you he didn't know that. Yeah. There's no way he knew that, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to. No chance. Yeah. Huge Red Sox guy. And uh, so we're going to get into this week, like. We're going to do a fantasy draft. Uh, bef- like, I don't think we have... Do you guys have any hockey or basketball opinions before we get into that? Like, hockey... Um, hockey. LeBron James, still a joke. The way he sat on the court last night during the celebration for the whole job's not done little <laughs> thing game he's playing. Like, just stop. Like, it's fake. Everyone knows it's fake with you. Just, just stop doing it. Oh, and then he... Everyone's like, oh, man, uh, he's like when he brought in Jeremy Grant in for like a yeah. like 
people are like, oh, man, this guy's always looking to pass on some wisdom. I'm like, shut the yeah. fuck up. Jeremy Grant's yeah. a UFA. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's getting in his ear being like, it's man. Yeah, it's called tampering. No, literally, he's just yeah. like, like, that's what he does, man. He's just like, yeah, you regard me pretty tough. Just think about the Lakers next year. Like, people yeah. thinking he's, like, giving him the the tips and tricks to basketball immortality or some shit. Like, I hate Bleacher Report, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just, looking, just a few LeBron, fire emojis. I have nothing to say about hockey. I don't even know what is it. Was it three two? I think I saw there was an OT game the other day. Like yesterday, I was at a campfire and like, like I was saying to my one buddy, who's a pretty big hockey fan, and I'm just like we were checking our phones and we're like, oh shit, like the like game fives on like the Stanley Cup could be handed out tonight and I've never like not watched a Stanley Cup clinching game in like at least 10 years or something but like I just didn't really even care I'm like yeah no, who who like Tampa against Dallas who the hell, like, who cares? like I literally watch every year although I will say it was kind of fucked that um like uh, Mike was the guy I was with and he was making jokes the entire time like um Oh, Corey Perry, first goal of the game. This is his series to take over. And then it went to OT. And he's like, he's um, he's like, yeah, it's Corey Perry's game to lose here. He's got the OT winner. And then uh, and then two overtimes later, like, I got home and, like, saw Corey Perry scored it. And I text him, like, what the fuck? He's like, told you, man. Never had a doubt. <laughs> Corey Perry yeah. comes through clutch. And then he scored there the... There were two textbook Corey Perry goals, too. Like, that guy's nickname is The Worm, from what I've heard. And both of these goals were just as greasy as it gets. Get to the blue paint and chip away. And <laughs> it, it works. That's how you gotta get him in the playoffs somehow. Here's the thing. John Tavares and uh, Darcy Tucker. If the Worm wants to come home to Toronto on, like, a veterans minimum deal next year, I'm not gonna say no. We need a few hired guns. Yeah, you're gonna have like a fourth line fourth of Joe line Thornton, Jason Spezza, yeah. and <laughs> Corey Perry's not a nasty, Bobby, Bobby Ryan. yeah, nasty first line in like 2011. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would get a Corey Perry jersey if he was in Toronto. Yeah, could have been a borderline Team Canada line at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just chilling on the fourth. Wouldn't hate that one bit. Yeah, basketball. So hockey, I don't really have any thoughts. Basketball, it's a little depressing that this kind of seems like a gift wrap championship for LeBron. Like he's gonna walk to it, and like the Le- the LeBron stands are gonna just like I've already seen it out of the woodwork. I saw a Shea Serrano tweet talking about how many finals in a row he made, and I feel and but like kind of glossed kind of glossed over the fact that LeBron didn't even make the playoffs last year, and like he didn't even try. <laughs> but he also said, and then he put in brackets, missed the playoffs last year, but he's like, but he was hurt. And I'm like, man, he was just like. No, he wasn't. He didn't try at all. <laughs> like after oh the finals, God. the he one saw... year where he guy comes into his press conference with a cast on his arm. Oh, like, yeah. get, come on, man. Get over yourself. I, I hate it, man. He's he's just going to, it's going to be gift wrapped to him. And like. Miami, Miami's better. Yeah. I, like, I definitely, like, I would definitely say. I'd be surprised if LeBron didn't win for sure, but with the way Miami's played, I feel like they deserve a little respect. Miami gives me a lot of Toronto, some teams. Toronto last year vibes with just like a bunch of really good players. They just don't have but a Kawhi though. Exactly, but like I, I really like, I just like the roster a lot. It's so deep. Yeah, and 
It's just, you looked up and down the roster, you just like every player that's on it. Yeah, maybe they got like an 04 <laughs> Piston thing going on. Yeah. Just they're I, all like, their guys. Jimmy well, Butler's or Chauncey yeah. Billups. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. <laughs> Chauncey Billups. Like he was the I best guy on that team. I would be surprised if LeBron didn't win, but I, I think, like, I think Miami deserves. I think it goes six. Now. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I could I, see that. I think it's a five-game gentleman sweep. I hope I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll be pissed if LeBron wins. And what will his finals record be if he wins? Four and six. Yeah, but yeah, guess how many? Work with that. Guess how many? Uh, it's getting tougher though. <laughs> how many rings did Jordan win as the second banana on his team? LeBron yeah, is not like the second banana. LeBron is not the second banana. Yeah, that's yep. a joke. Yep. He was the second. Yes, ban- hold, hold up, hold I'm up. one of. I'm he one of the Anthony. second. He was the second banana on that first Miami team. Yup, yup. I yep. like that take too. <laughs> Dwayne Wade was better than LeBron. Check it. Look at all of us. Dwayne Wade at that point in his career. This is absolute, I'm the biggest LeBron <laughs> hater in the world. But this, is absolute, this is absolute garbage. Look at that first Miami Heat touch. Nothing. None of this is even close. Look at that first Miami Heat If you look at Dwayne Wade's stats. I think you can that. make a good argument for Anthony Davis over no. LeBron. Ah, exactly. That's what I'm, I'm saying. This is the second time. What do you mean? No. <laughs> that's crazy. That, that's absolute I've watched garbage. LeBron now, and he honestly doesn't like impress me that much. I know that's going to sound outrageous. Who got, who got the last shot in that Nuggets game? There you go. I saw LeBron pass the ball to Caruso in that game. Yeah. And then they got a second crack at it, and then Davis hit the game winner. <laughs> that's what I saw. Got, got the last shot, Anthony Davis. I'm just Thank saying, you. I was embarrassed for LeBron when I watched him drive in and kick it out to Alex Caruso on a game-winning <laughs> shot. But, yeah, so that's neither here nor there. We're at the 40-minute mark. We had some good sports talk going. Shout out uh, to Jeannie Bouchard before we get going. Yeah. Clawing her way back. <laughs> Always, She's on right. her way back. Clawing was, her way back. She won her, uh, was her first Grand Slam match in something amount of years and her first main draw at Roland Garros in even more years. I forget the exact how, how long it's been, but it's been a long time. And she's gone from like 330 in the world to 150 since – Tennis started back up, so on fifty, she's, she's pretty much knocking on the door. I'd say. I mean, you can only you can only come up so fast. Like you, you don't go from three thirty to number one in one tournament, but not that she's going to number one. Let, let me let me make that. She clear. won one let me, one match. Let me make that clear. I, All I of a sudden, she's there. a goat. I misspoke there for sure, but she's doing like it. Like it is harder than it sounds to go like to to win be one on match. top of the world. <laughs> tank down to be absolute shit and then try to get back so it's just a shout out you guys don't have to freak out no one's no one's freaking out no one's freaking well, out i'm just... expecting eugenie to win this tournament now the way you're talking <laughs> okay win or bust now like i know you can't jump to number one in like a few weeks but i think within the year no question she might be close to one she's I got agree. momentum like man that. she's got momentum <laughs> All your all your knowledge points to that. <laughs> I guess she's a clay player. She loves the clay. Doesn't isn't, do well on the uh, wait. Isn't hardcore grass? <laughs> we're, we're at she's Roland Garros. Come on. This no, no, but she, open. she was good at Wimbledon. That's when she came second. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. But she won on clay today or yesterday, whenever it was. On every surface, that's what goats do. 
I'm owning. Uh, I'm owning it. Now. Okay. That's what goats do. <laughs> Gotta lean into it. Well, what if she's playing Bianca, man? Who, who? Where's your allegiance there? Yeah, Bianca. Bianca. Okay. Sure. So it only goes what so far. To her? She have like chronic back pain or something. Yeah, something. And that's tennis. <laughs> that's the tennis, tennis talk. This might be a good spot to maybe possibly cut it. I don't care. Mom wants you to move out of there. She can't sleep. You're right underneath her. Okay. That entire time, I was talking to you and talking to mom at the same time. <laughs> Jeez. Well, like, okay. I guess I'm you moving back the, You can move to the kitchen. Okay. Well, <laughs> so for the listeners here, uh, me and Philip were in the same room before we started recording. We kept hearing an echo from each other, so I moved to the laundry room. Uh, kind of slumming it a bit, but I guess I'll move back. I, I, I'm kind of a man without a home right now. I've just been moving around the house. Ugh. Yeah, I can I can walk and talk here. So um, this oh, the brush is gonna get <laughs> So this week, uh, the big thing we're gonna do is an underrated draft. A few weeks ago, we did overrated, and uh, I was gonna read out the list from that draft to kind of give give a little context to what we were doing there. So just like last time, we're gonna draft. One athlete, one music artist, one actor or actress, and then um, one miscellaneous spot. And what's the other one? Is one miscellaneous f- spot? One food. I have no idea what I'm gonna pick up. So. Yeah. <laughs> so when we same boat. when we did I'm the over real hard right now. What's the order? So I'll get to the order in a second. I I did oh, okay. the um. So when we did the overrated draft, here's what it looked like. Zach picked Bloody Marys, Babe Ruth, Jennifer Lawrence, all music except White Panda. And <laughs> and then I auto-picked finishing podcasts as overrated for him. Blake picked Derek Jeter, Drake, Sushi, Sandra Bullock, and uh, Boston Bruins. Ben picked... The Rock, Lobsters, The Beatles, Mona Lisa, LeBron James, Cam Pick, Adam Sandler, Cheesecake. You hear that, LeBron? <laughs> Mike Babcock. Yeah. yeah, he's listening to this. Eli Manning. During, during his Zero Dark Thirty. And Kanye West. Didn't do it this playoffs. And then I ben. took Guacamole, oh, Vince Carter, g Easy, Birthdays, and Vin Diesel. So that's kind of just to give an idea of what... <laughs> Yo, so did you hear Vin Diesel dropped a track? Yeah, what? I did. No. Yeah. Yeah, he... well, I actually haven't heard it yet. I just saw it on Twitter. I Okay, so that's that's the intro. That's the intro song to this podcast. Of course. I'm sure it's fire. Big time. <laughs> well, Man, it'll be the it'll be the outro. Oh, before we get going, <laughs> Philip has some qualms about you taking the Beatles. It's overrated. Yeah. That's we'll bring it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, that's all I, I just have. That's just great. Like, what? Do you just not like the Beatles? I don't mind the Beatles, but they're not a band that I just sit down and, like, crank song after song. And for the amount of what? hype they get, I just... I understand that they're very influential and their role in music history cannot be undermined. But I don't, for me, it's more of a personal thing. They just don't do it for me. Yeah, that's... I, I, I can understand what you're saying. Your, your opinion is just wrong. <laughs> yeah, you fair, we can, 
everybody we can, can find, handshake agree to every, disagree everybody can find Beatles songs that they like that's just a guarantee I don't mind a few like hey Jude the chorus when it lasts like 20 minutes and you're like is this ever gonna end I, they're just no, chanting that... the same thing it gets me going <laughs> I actually don't particularly like that Beatles song it's oh there favorite. you go oh, Ben kind of gave it See, a backhanded I, I, compliment I, there too I can, yeah exactly <laughs> I can admit I can admit that I don't like some Beatles songs but they're still my favorite band of all time because they have they cross so many different genres like they can play like their early stuff and late stuff completely different i might pick ringo star underrated today just to cheer you up that guy doesn't uh, get the credit no. he deserves no, ringo star sucks <laughs> oh, <fuck> it. <laughs> it's okay Pick trying to that. throw you a cookie here no <laughs> so he's not he's not what he's not the straw that stirred the drink there that's for sure <laughs> okay <laughs> so we're gonna get into it now what i was gonna do for draft order this week is Based on our last draft, depending on how the voting went, you could choose of the four spots where you go. And then, but since Philip is the new guy, sounds like I'm number one. Well, since Philip's the new guy, do you want to let him choose first? No. No, no. Yeah. Like choose what spot he picks first. No. Okay. Okay. So he picks last. Like what? What draft <laughs> pick do you want? Last. No, no. Uh, We're gonna oh, do it this way. I, I see what you're saying. That's like what saying. draft pick do you want? I'll take three. Okay. I'm ne- so our last draft was the hangover draft. Blake was first. I was second. I think actually no, Zach was second, but he was not here, obviously. I'll take Zach's spot. No. <laughs> I finished third. Cameron didn't have a vote either way, which means he didn't really leave an imprint on anyone. And then Ben had all the last place votes because he picked cleaning his room as a hangover <laughs> cure. Rough. Nice. So with my, I, I guess, do you know what? I won't shy away from it. I'll go first overall. And then, uh, Ben, you can choose, you, have, you can either choose the second or the fourth. I'll go second. Damn it. Seth Phillips well, got I, I don't, <laughs> That's not good because I don't know what I'm picking, so a wraparound's tough. But. So as I already said, we're doing the underrated draft, same categories as overrate, when we did the overrated. And with the first pick of the draft, I'm going to take my music artist off the board, and I'm going to go Nickelback. Huge. Excellent choice. Nickelback gets shit on all the time as like one of the worst bands of all time. So much that it's actually swung the other way that they're underrated. But does anybody really they're shit on Nickelback underrated. anymore? What? No, that was like a 2009 thing, but yeah, I still agree it's a good pick, though. Haven't we all kind of accepted Nickelback at this point as no. just what they already are? No. <laughs> Shit's on Nickelback anymore. Like, if you ask, like, like yeah, there's a bunch there's of. No one talks about it anymore, but it's still, if you yeah. brought it up to people, they would still shit on it. Yeah. Like, a bunch of people, if you just, like, ask them, like, oh, who's your least favorite band? Like, actually, bad bands don't really, like, jump to your head, so they'll just be like, oh, Nickelback sucks. Like, that's just kind of like a generally accepted opinion, even though it's just what, like, once you actually sit down and listen to some Nickelback songs, like, they slap, man. Oh, yeah, they do. No denying that. And the thing is, it's almost like Dion Phaneuf syndrome, where obviously he wasn't a great (laughs) hockey player by any stretch. (laughs) But Don't when he was with on. the when he was with the Leafs, he was shit on so much that and called overrated because everyone thought he was being compared to other first like number one defensemen. 
it like flipped the other way. He got crapped on so much that he actually became underrated because people were saying like he wasn't even really an NHL player. And it's like, you got to give him some credit. Did you I just guess. pick your athlete? No. <laughs> Not technical. Back. You're free to take the unfinough. <laughs> so, and then Ben's up next. Yeah, I'll go with music as well. I'm going to go RIP. I'm going to go with Avicii. I think he's very well rated, but then how to we, me he can't be. He, like he'll he never reach the top. Oh yeah, I was yeah. About to say, he just, he just said that, that kind of no, means yours. No, he's already rated very nicely, but like <laughs> the guy's a goat, and he should be treated like a goat, and he's just not quite treated like that yet. But uh, if that made any sense at all, I don't think it did. But you said he's whatever. properly we'll rated, but it. he's not properly rated. That's what you just said. No, he didn't say properly. <laughs> he said he's well rated, but should be even rated more high. Well rated. That's he should be elite, and he's not in that elite Avicii category. Yeah, but who says he's not category in that category of EDM? Hundred percent in EDM. Who though, says he's not in EDM? Though he is. I could though. find somebody. What, like, yeah, but like, <laughs> Avicii's the king of that genre. Like, yeah. So if you're saying he's the king of the genre. How is he underrated? I, he's I already at the top. Well, no, he should be higher than the top. Like he should okay, be. That's the argument that makes on no a sense. pedestal of his own. <laughs> oh, you think he should be like the best across I think he all is music? On a pedestal of his own. Well, like I don't think anybody pick. says if Ichi's bad. Blake, you're on the clock. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with my athlete. Um. And I'm going to take Trevor's story. Yeah. Maybe pick an athlete somebody knows, though. Well, that's actually exactly. to his point. Yeah, I, you know what? That did it for him. You know what? Great <laughs> pick. <laughs> yeah, Phil was shitting on your pick because he's like, never heard of him. And that's actually perfect. I, no, I know who Trevor's story is. I was going to say, I hope you have. Not know Trevor's he's story. only good because he plays in Colorado also. But what can you do? You don't <laughs> decide where you're playing. That's a good point. People are going to look up whichever stories now, and they're going to be like, wow, very underrated. That's a good pick. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, I'm shocked Blake in the other draft didn't go with, for the overrated draft, he didn't go with the other Colorado shortstop, Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, who did I take? Derek Jeter? Yeah, I took Jeter. Jeez. No, Derek Jeter's the correct No, pick. it's the Tulo, correct answer. Tulo but is so, Tulo is a Tulo Blake is pick. so far out of my mind that I didn't even think of him, like, <laughs> if I'm being honest. That guy, like, I closed the book on him as soon as he was out of Toronto. Forgot about him. Phil, what are you saying here for... You got two picks here. I got a wraparound? Yeah. I think I'll go athlete, and I'll pick Bill Russell. <laughs> Bill Russell's got 11 champ, 11 rings, most in NBA history. Actually, I think Sam Jones has. Anyways, he's got a lot. No doubt about that. <laughs> and uh, everybody, when they do their top 10 lists, they either forget about Bill Russell or rank Will Chamberlain above him, and that's just crazy. Bill Russell beat Will Chamberlain every single year. That's just a fact. He won all those did championships. You, did you watch? Did you watch all the film? You know what? I've actually gone back and watched YouTube highlights. That's not even a joke. The film's <laughs> great. He has bad. read some Bill Russell books. He's he's more <laughs> learned up on Bill Russell than I could really care to be. Yeah, Bill Russell, unreal. One of the greatest players of all time. It could be easily top five, just purely based on uh, championships alone. And then he's actually got stats to back it up. And people remember Will better because he's got these 
nice looking statistics. Hundred point game, averaged fifty points, whatever. Uh, like Bill Russell was just a million times better. All and Bill Russell played. The league was a lot harder then, as because the size is smaller. It's just a wow. harder league. It's a harder league to win in every single year when there's less players. It's a stronger league. Isn't it easier? There's, there's less, less teams you have to beat. <laughs> oh, because it's okay. Take the NBA right now. This makes sense. Take the NBA right now, <laughs> and just half the amount of teams, but keep the same. So amount every of team is yeah, better, but, no, no, no. but you still if have you're a better at, team. Yeah, exactly. You still no, win eleven okay. times, no. and every team's better. No, if that you're looking sense. at it from a talent distribution standpoint, if there are thirty outputs where you can park the talent, it makes it much harder. Much harder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bill Russell won eleven times in a much harder league, and people forget that. You're agreeing with me. I'm saying if there are more, I don't know. I'm, I forget what your point was. I'm saying it point. was harder. You said my it's point. It's <laughs> harder to win with more teams than less. Is what I'm saying. No, it's harder to win with less. Teams. No. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> I think it's, simple it's, math. It's, it's easier, easier to win with. If there are more play, if there are more options for talent to go to, then talent will be dispersed more, and it's harder no, to win. Of ta- uh, the there are more like talents dispersed evenly, no matter how many teams there are. Yeah, but the talent of play is higher. You could argue LeBron wouldn't make as many NBA finals if instead of getting Orlando and uh, Brooklyn first two rounds when he was in the East, like those type of cupcake rounds, he would be playing all the best guys right off the hop. You might yeah, but there would only be two rounds. It would just be like going straight to the East final. But every team's an all-star team pretty much. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Every team's an all-star team because you have to have X amount of all-stars. The product of the league is obviously way – it's a way harder league to play in if everybody in it – if there's no bums. There's no Caruso's running out there. Like, that's a harder league to play in. Hey, we don't want the Caruso slander <laughs> on this pod. Take yeah, that back. Caruso gets a lot of minutes on a bad uh, – gets, Caruso gets a lot of minutes on what's supposed to be a good team, and that's just what happened. All right. Anyways, I got a second pick. <laughs> <laughs> My point stands, Bill Russell. Um, and then I'm going to go artist. Is that a category? Like music? music? Artist? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Picasso. Picasso. Michelangelo. <laughs> Picasso, quite frankly, didn't get his due, I always thought. <laughs> you know Picasso died in like the 70s? Sorry, this is like a sidetrack. Oh, I remember huh? hearing that. I saw a tweet. Yeah, I always thought he was from like the 1500s. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's very recent. Um, my musical artist, though, is uh, I'm going to pick the Beach Boys. Um, yeah. I feel like the Beach Boys don't get their due. They have one of the greatest albums of all time, in my humble opinion. Yeah, Philip, when were you born, by the way? Bill Russell, <laughs> the Beach Boys? That sounds... 1999. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, but, like... I don't know. The Beach Boys, I feel like a lot of people now don't really know who they are. They kind of, like, know who they are in passing and, like, know one or two songs. But they have a lot of good songs. And Isn't I, Kevin Love's uncle in the Beach yeah. Boys? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a random <laughs> yeah. fact. That is a nice random fact. But yeah. <laughs> I yeah, the Beach Boys. Rob, you're making some real baby boomer picks here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I like the Beach Boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> nobody, um, nobody talks so everyone, about. everyone's picked music, right? Except yeah. for me? Yeah. Yes, you uh, can ride it out. Yeah, that's a dumb pick on your part, Philip. You, 
I only for... had like two. I only thought of two things before I sat down. Like I still am technically risking it because people could take artists like music musicians with miscellaneous, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I only have two things. Before. So I'm gonna take my. Um, actually, I'm just gonna take my music and get out of the way. I'm not gonna write it. Um, I'm gonna take Kygo. That's actually kind of a good point. Wait, Vici Junior. I thought. Okay, I can say it's overrated. not overrated. No, I don't There's know no who in the world. I don't know who Kygo is. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know who Kygo is. There's no I way in the world Kygo is overrated. Like you're gonna call know. him overrated without knowing who he is. No, I was about to. I thought of hardly any. I, I still feel like a lot That's of people don't. That's pretty underrated. Then I guess, but I don't know. <laughs> and he's like produces nothing but heaters. Like nothing but heaters. Yeah, I felt you Maybe. wouldn't know Kygo because his stuff is post 1970. <laughs> <laughs> can't think of one Kaiko song that I listened to and I was like yeah this song actually doesn't bring the heat fair enough <laughs> they all I feel like underrated food is tough yeah I agree yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I just uh, I actually just thought of my food so hopefully it falls to me here yep I'm gonna take an actor here I'm gonna go with Glenn Powell I just think he seems like a really good guy i'd love to grab a drink with him and shoot yeah. the shit and uh it doesn't matter what movies he's in he just seems like a underrated actor literally don't actually i'm trying to place him i'm looking him up because quite frankly i don't really know <laughs> i don't know a movie he's in that's why i didn't but say he's it. underrated <laughs> it says he's in the oh he's in everybody wants some great movie that's my favorite movie, that movie. you could have picked that as your miscellaneous what does says he's in the Dark Knight Rises, The Expendables? What? Who is he in the Dark he's Knight? He's in a lot of big movies. Underrated <laughs> characters in the Dark Knight Rises, Tom. Uh, I'm gonna look at his filmography. Traitor number one. <laughs> really? That's literally what it says he was. Yeah. Is this guy even famous? Like what? <laughs> what? He should be. That's why he's underrated. Why though? Why should he be famous? Because he's he a good actor. He doesn't have a name in the movie? Trader tra number one. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. He's a day trader. Number <laughs> one. He's not number two. <laughs> so he's in like the... That that could be anybody. You just pick somebody off the street, I think. He was in two episodes of NCIS. <laughs> you have an NCIS watcher? Who is this guy? When he said that, I was like, did I miss like a famous guy that's underrated? No, I did not. I okay. could go on my whole life without knowing who ben, that was. Ben, how do you know? Look him up, though. It's like, don't how you do know you know him that you... Like, no. you I'm looking him up. You've never seen that guy. Right What's his name? Like, I feel like he's in a lot of random stuff, but... What's Glenn his name? Powell's Spy Kids is one of my Google suggestions. Is he in Spy Kids? Yeah, Glenn Glenn he's Spy Kids yeah. he was Long-Fingered Boy. That's literally his, the name of his role. Yeah, that's what Tom, Cruise oh. paid, Tom Cruise this paid guy. for Glenn Powell to get his pilot's license. Anyway, there you yeah. go. All right. Wait, well, no, this guy... What? Like, how do you yeah. know who he is if you couldn't name what movies he was in? Zoe Zoe and Glenn Powell are making another rom-com. There you go. Is he like married to somebody Every, famous? Everybody Wants Some is like my favorite movie ever. He's in that. So Nina Dobrev and Glenn like, Powell are taking time apart. So he's dating Nina Dobrev. That's awesome. That would be like the only way I would ever even see his face. Wow. What a pick. He's going to 
have a huge role in a couple of years and we'll look back at this podcast and you guys are going to be like, yep, that Ben guy, he was right. He was he right. I'm, not, I'm not even saying you're wrong. I just don't know who he is. So I can't, I can't say he's not underrated, definitively. <laughs> he's not rated at all. Yeah. In my, and to me, he's not. Like Maybe he isn't in the greater world. So I guess it's my pick, and this is probably going to be kind of a shitty pick because no one's going to take it, but I, I just think I think in general it's pretty underrated. I'm going to take my food, and I'm going to take cereal. <laughs> I love cereal. I was not taking cereal. that. I was yeah. not taking that. All cereal, man. I could eat it around the clock. That's actually – I went through a good stretch where I was just eating cereal for every meal. I've, What's your I've go-to cereal? Gone. I've probably gone 15 years without eating cereal, if I'm being oh, honest. I love it. I love it, too. My go-to is Shreddies, actually. It's an underrated cereal. Shreddies? I used to add a little brown sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Shreddies is so good. I like mini-wheats on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Mini-wheats <laughs> and Vector. That's my top Yeah, two, I, I like Vector, too. And then like- uh, <laughs> but when I go to treat myself, sometimes I'll go Frosted Flakes or... Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't do like heavy heavy sugar cereal every day though no sometimes you eat vector though and it feels like you just broke a tooth like, uh, yeah a i know i know exactly what you mean some of those oats are a little like yeah that oh, one hurts yeah comes out of nowhere and i'm kind of scrambling right here for my next pick if i'm being honest um uh, i can't think of an underrated food like a I, ha- I think I have my that's picks like, for the other one. I have but... two picks back to back, and that's the only thing one I can think of. I think. Nah, shit. Actor wise, I was thinking. I... No, he's not. He's not underrated. He's pretty. Maybe. Maybe I'll go with. Shit. Uh, this is this is bad radio right now. I'm uh, I'm scrambling here. <laughs> I think athlete wise, I'm going to. This is gonna seem like a Philip pick because I wasn't really alive when he was in his heyday. But I feel like Isaiah Thomas oh, was like how many two like he's an MVP. He won two. NBA championships, but he doesn't get like he, he's not even in the same conversation as guys that he frankly should be, and that's because Jordan kind of like once you watch Last Dance, like Jordan buried Jordan him. hated him. Oh yeah, Jordan blackballed him from the dream team because of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's widely considered like the greatest all-around point guard of all time. Yeah, and then he kind of got a bit of slander as like he was a brutal GM of the Raptors <laughs> like, and Knicks. So much One so of the worst that, executives of all time. <laughs> yeah, like he made enough headlines as a bad like executive and stuff that like that's JP Ricciardi, buddy. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's JP Ricciardi, but he's a Hall of Fame basketball player, Hall of Fame basketball sure. player resume. But like you just he doesn't get like that kind of luster that guys like by all accounts resume wise he's a top five point guard of all time. But, oh, easily. But yeah. like he, you can make an argument for him being number one. You could. I, I think I'd still it. go Magic Johnson over him. Yeah. But there's just Johnson holes. Like he's, 
Isaiah. Oh, that's not even close. <laughs> Isaiah was a, Isaiah was way better defensively than Magic. So, how much do you, weight do you put into that? But uh, I don't, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that kind of. I think the more I talk about, it, I think that's a fine pick. I just don't know. Like this will kind of make like it's not a good pander pick. You know what I mean? Like, when this is up on the graphic, people are going to, like, up on the blog, people are going to see it, and they're not going to be like, oh, man, Isaiah Thomas, sick pick. Like, if you're, like, <laughs> if you're into basketball, you'd kind of no. get what I'm getting going you with here. Pick, but... You should pick the second Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. I was, a, <laughs> I was a big fan of the second Isaiah Thomas. I almost got a Boston Celtics jersey. He wore number four. I wore number four. Both played for the Celtics, so would have been a natural fit. Thomas on the back. Yeah, yeah. I, it would have been a natural fit, but I never pulled the trigger on that jersey. So yeah, that's my pick. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Jesus, that took a long time to get there. <laughs> ben, what are you saying here? So I was also scrambling like you were, Tom. So I straight up Googled underrated things. I got a phenomenal list here, but this one in particular I think is unreal. So I'm going to go with my miscellaneous pick here. And it is sharing high fives with complete strangers over something you both appreciate, sports related. And yeah, it is true. so true when you're at either like a bar or a game and like a big moment happens with your team. And you just get up and you're high fiving everybody. Gets the blood pumping for sure. Yeah, that's Pre, actually true. Pre-COVID too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we were at we were at a Jays game in like late September of twenty sixteen and Bautista hit a Absolute shot in the eighth inning to put the Jays up one. It was Sabathia and Strowman pitching. Just started high fiving everybody around. Yeah, high five <laughs> everywhere. You're like, okay, yeah, let's go, go, let's go. You can't do <laughs> that anymore, though. No, but unbelievable feelings. The COVID that's, world. That's a great pick. There were some other um, good ones on this list. <laughs> I was sorry, I just want to read this one out because it's I almost picked it. Don't, don't. Are you yeah, on the same list? I have no idea what list you're on, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm still I'm still too scared. Actually, I didn't even look at a list, but I'm still too scared it'll be on this list. There's, if and you then I can't this, take I'm it. Stunned. Who's up next? You can say it after. Blake. After right. the thing. After we're done. Uh, I'm going to take my actor here, and I'm going to take uh, Paul Giamatti. I'm just going to say, if you know, you know. If by that you mean when you Google underrated actors, he's not the number one name that pops up, then... <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't Google that. I, I did. Oh. And it's literally, like, there's a list on Google, and he's number one. Oh. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, that, that's a tough look. I'm saying it because I was literally watching Billions last night, and I was like, man, oh, this guy sure. is sick. <laughs> I have no Billions? idea who he is. Who watches Billions? I do. No, Billions is a good show. <laughs> is Billions a big show? I yeah. don't know. I don't watch it. It's a sick, it's a sick show. I've been watching it for, like... I've been watching it for four or five years. Okay. Paul Giamatti. Five years too busy watching. I don't, like the I don't know this bunch. guy at all. <laughs> also, Damian Lewis. Another underrated pick. Damian Lewis? Bobby Axelrod in Billions, buddy. Come on. Well, maybe that's my next pick. Yeah, Bobby Axelrod. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that's a good point. Is it me now? Sure. Yeah. I just want to, yeah, underrated <laughs> actors. It like shows an IMDb list of underrated actors. First actor Paul Giamatti. Second actor pick, Paul Sor- Sorvino. Goodfellas. 
I guess I have. Uh, I have no, don't stop, re- stop reading that list. My next pick is the third person on that list. <laughs> John Lithgow. <laughs> well, you're up. So take him. Wait, who is it? Oh, you didn't know who it was. No, I don't know. I'm. <laughs> who's, who's oh, you're just. Person? It's John Lithgow. Who is that? It's he's uh, underrated. He's Barney Stinson's dad in How I Met Your Mother. He's third. Oh, oh that he's guy. a third rock from the sun. Oh yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I'll pick that guy. That guy is underrated. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a serial killer in Dexter. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that guy. Like there's I've an entire him. season. He's the main. Ser- he's the main villain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Great pick me. Um, <laughs> Great pick me. <laughs> I'll take, and then I got two picks. So. It's a good thing you didn't ask me for number four on the list because that's Louis C.K. and I think he's still canceled. So. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> Cam probably would have made that pick. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a dark mind, as we learned last week. Yeah, no kidding. Um, for my food, I'm going to pick a uh, cheese platter. Because <laughs> like cheese, cheese balls from the Metcalf? No, no, cheese platter. <laughs> you go to a family like function. a charcuterie board? No, cheese platter. <laughs> sure, I can pick charcuterie board. I don't care. <laughs> you go to a family function. Cheese platter. It's always there. You never think twice about it, but you're always picking away at it, and you're like, "Damn, that's a good cheese." So, I think that's like only our family thing. Our grandma at like Christmas just has a plate of just cheddar cheese. No, like not, di- other, not other different cheeses. It's one type of cheese, and like it's and fill That's up. That's a common thing. All right, I'll pick charcuterie board. Then. No, too late. I got cheese platter. Nope, underrated charcuterie. Board. Charcuterie boards are not underrated. Yeah, they're highly overrated. But I just want the cheese part. <laughs> so just, just cheese? cheese. Do you just want cheese? Cheese doesn't get enough love. <laughs> it has, to, has to be on a platter for it to count. Yeah, cheese sliced. <laughs> che- oh, no, grated cheese. That's actually the best way to eat cheese. I'm changing my pick a lot here. but <laughs> I don't know where yeah, we're landing here. I think cheese platter is locked, locked in. Yeah, here. I think it's got to be I'll take platter. cheese platter. I, I stand by that, though. You never think about it, but it's there. <laughs> but you're having an all-time draft here. <laughs> Hey, it's a good draft. <laughs> All-time bad? All-time, like, <laughs> off the board, man. He went from Bill Russell, the Beach Boys, John Lithgow, and Cheese Platter. You're actually a 70-year-old man, I think. <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun, my favorite sitcom back in my day. I used to watch that on ABC Spark. It was after Boy Meets World. It was third. We're not old enough to Boy Meets World. No way. It was on ABC Spark growing up. It was a channel we got. Yeah, reruns. They'd show reruns yeah. of it. Yep. And then Third Rock was on after it. And so there you go. <laughs> yeah, Phil didn't. Wa- he was too young to watch Boy Meets World in real time, but he uh, he watched it religiously. The reruns of it. So sure, sure. did. I'll go and to bat from there. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Blake, you're back on the clock here. Uh, be tough yeah, to have take my miscellaneous pick. Is it better than cheese platter? Yeah. Hey, well, I, to me, it is. To me, it is. Uh, with my miscellaneous pick, uh, I'm going to go with when crowds sing together. That's straight off the internet. Whether but, yeah, that was on the list I looked at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw it. I'm, 
I'm scrolling through. It is a good one. I can't yeah, deny it, that. Oh, no, it's fun for sure. Nothing better, like <laughs> low key. Nothing better. Low key, very low key. Use butter, maybe. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> love it when crowds are singing together, whether it be at a concert or at a sporting event. When they're singing and they're chanting, it's the, it's the real deal. <laughs> real deal, baby. Sounds like you've been through it quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to go food. I'm going to take a timely food here, pumpkin pie. I just think no, we, should normalize, we should normalize eating it not all year round. I agree. Pumpkin pie is absolutely re- like revolting. Like, You're disgusting. Wrong. That's what? I think it's fantastic. That's, it's that's one of my that's one of the worst foods in the world. Here's the anything pumpkin. Good. Anything pumpkin is Here's disgusting. the thing. I actually had that thought earlier because I'm a big pumpkin pie fan and I thought, is it an underrated food? And like, honestly, like pumpkin spice is crazy overrated, but for whatever reason, pumpkin pie doesn't get, it flies doesn't. under the radar. It doesn't get the same love as those pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. It's like everyone wants everything to be pumpkin flavored except for actual pumpkin. Like they won't eat pumpkin <laughs> pie, but they'll have like a pumpkin cappuccino. See, like, there's pumpkin spiced craft dinner coming. Yeah, that sounds that revolting. Should be, uh, that's I'm going to try it. Like, I have to, but I don't think I'll enjoy it. But I, I love pumpkin pie, and I agree. Like, it's only like a Thanksgiving thing. And honestly, yeah. like, why isn't that a. There's the odd, like, buffet. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, a plate of pumpkin pie just sitting there. If <laughs> and I'll, I'll be like, you know what? I'll treat myself. That's that weird. was the one thing I saw on the. Uh, on the list that I thought I should say is grabbing a plate at a buffet and realizing you have an unlimited amount of grub you can pile onto your plate. That's <laughs> underrated. I'm like, yeah. I mean, no, you don't true. realize that until you're standing at the buffet. I feel like that's I, implied when you walk so, in the door. I don't know. Well, Sometimes it just hits you. You grab that plate I don't think and you're I've, like, I don't let's think I've ever go. No, for me, it's when, for me, it's when you get up, like you finish, and then you get up to go grab another plate and keep going. Yeah. It's not the unlimited. It's just the unlimited amount of times you can go. <laughs> That's the best part. Yep. Yeah, it got quiet because like it's up to my pick now, and I'm having same difficulties, man. I'm having a tough time. I'm, I want to pick an actor here, but you have to, don't you? Yeah. No. Like, I, well, I can go with my miscellaneous. And then you have to pick your actor immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you're taking some time. Fuck. I thought I, I thought I had the Mister Irrelevant pick, but that's not how snakes work. Oh, no, it's me. <laughs> Damn. The last pick. It's the last pick. I got lost on the snake. Happens the best. Um, fuck. This might be a bad pick, so I'm not gonna make it. I had a thought there. I'm not gonna take the bad pick. I was thinking. Just, just suggest it. Tease it. <laughs> No, because it might, it might, ah, uh, fuck. It might be a good pick, though. <laughs> take, take it, then. No, I'm going to, I'm going to zag, and uh, me and Phil were talking earlier about it, and he actually threw this out there, and Steve Carell's a good pick because he, everyone thinks of him as Michael Scott, but he does a ton of, like, serious acting roles that, like. Like Dinner for Schmucks? No, like the big short, uh, the fox catcher. Like he does like Academy Award level acting, but people just think of him as Michael Scott. 
he's not underrated as like a celebrity, but in terms of acting ability, like no one really thinks of him as a range guy. That is complete bullshit. (laughs) I I said that to you and you completely shot that down. You're like, no, he is so (laughs) no, I I, I really love love uh, serious roles in 40 year old virgin. Dinner for Schmucks and Anchorman. Okay. Love those roles. Those aren't as Tom's saying he obviously you're, has those roles, but he has serious roles as well. You're actually like Tom's proving saying. my point. Yeah. Which is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> stole my point, and then said it's his own. That's trash. So if there's right, no, no evidence so that that said he is so famous, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and I guess with my second pick here, it's gonna be another one of mine. No, it's not. I'm going to okay. go with what I think is probably the most underrated sitcom. There's actually... There's, there's two that I'm coin flipping between. No, this is the most underrated sitcom, and I think it's New Girl. Yeah. New Girl has like a statement I'm in, I'm in to it that. where like people... Unpopular opinion, not a huge fan of New Girl. Yeah. I just stopped watching in like the second season. I'm in on a that. Huge fan. I think it's, it's I think it's hilarious. And it kind of has a stigma that, that it's only for like girls to watch and stuff. Like so people like guys don't really get into it until you watch it and it like it's actually just hilarious. Yeah, it's oh, funny. It's so funny. I'm in. I'm in on that pick. That's a like, good one. It's That's no more girly than like How I Met Your Mother or anything like that. No, it just it just says like I think it's more just the title then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's purely that. But it's actually just like a solid oh, show. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is. It is. Good about that. There and that that uh that's the last pick of my draft. I guess Ben's on the board here. Wait, uh, so I got athlete left. Oh, I think yeah. I'm gonna go with Dean Kukon, defenseman for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Swiss-born, smooth-skating defenseman, plays both <laughs> ends of the ice well. Um, just doesn't get the credit he deserves. I feel like. I've never turned on TSN and heard Duffy and the boys talking about Dean Kukon, and I think that should change. <laughs> should so he's my pick. Could have gone Zach Wierenski, I think. Uh, I would scoring defenseman or Seth Jones. Yeah, I would, even Seth Jones, I would, I would take. I would say, I'd say Seth Jones is more at least closer to being properly rated than Wierenski is. Or Elvis. I love it. Keep. Firing off Columbus's team. <laughs> Do you know who's not here? underrated? <laughs> Do you know who's Columbus not underrated? Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah, not at all. Best player in the Austin Matthews draft. Guy not Austin the Matthews. The best ability is availability, Tom. Call it, you know that. <laughs> Pierre-Luc Dubois, you'd think, was the next coming of Patrice Bergeron, the way they're talking about him in that series, and it made me sick to my stomach. That was I, personally, I personally have never heard anyone refer to it as the Pierre-Luc Dubois draft. <laughs> until Ben, until ben said that. I think everybody says Matthew's line A, but they've stopped saying the line A part. Yeah, it's just Ma- the Matthew's draft. Yeah. Line A you could go underrated. Because that guy low-key yeah. still puts up big numbers, and people like think he sucks for no reason now. Didn't he have 50 points last year? Like 29 tucks or something? 30 tucks? I don't know. I have no clue. Isn't it just because like he hates his teammates? <laughs> Isn't that a whole narrative? He just yeah, he wants to be traded now. So yeah, well, he wants to be traded, or they want to trade him. I thought I it was, they both. want to trade him. Low, low key both. 
<laughs> yeah, sounds like a match made in heaven. <laughs> he had fi- he had fifty points in his last full season, and sixty three last year. Wow, yeah, he was almost a point per game this year, and with twenty eight go. goals. Also, a fat minus twenty four last year. Yeah. So what uh, have you done for me Blake, lately? Big plus minus guy. Got into plus that minus, the other day. Plus minus is an underrated stat. I should have taken that miscellaneous pick. Yeah, that's uh, true. I would change on plus <laughs> I like minus. That. I don't believe it in anymore. <laughs> I, no, it's overrated for sure. I think no, it's very it's, overrated. Uh, it's under, very, it's big time underrated stat. The unfunuff theory. Big it's big. underrated. So many nerds <laughs> have told me plus minus doesn't matter. I'm back in on it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> You're on the ice for a goal? That's not a good thing. No, it's not. It can't be. So Dean Kukon. Okay, well, you just blew up a bunch of draft boards there. I think Phillip's worried. That was his miscellaneous yeah, I, I, I had Dean Kukon on my board, personally. I, can't I believe figured it, you guys did. I don't even know if I heard of him before a couple weeks ago. Well, fixed in with my actor. Except, like, I think you got your music here. <clears throat> I took Kygo. Never mind. You got your here. food. Um... I'm going to take one that is very much true to me for f- underrated food. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with this or not. I, I kind of feel a, a hostile storm coming on to me here, but I'm going to go with bananas. I haven't had a banana in 15 years. I love <laughs> I love bananas. I have them with peanut butter all the time. Like My favorite dessert is banana cream pie, like banana pudding. I feel like they're pretty properly rated, though. People that eat bananas love bananas. People that don't. Don't like I, I like it's that sounds stupid, but like the way I explain <laughs> that, but like I, I feel true. I feel like no one's like, uh, do you know what I low key like a lot is bananas. Maybe it is the best fruit. Uh, low, it, you know what I mean? Like I think it's kind of like properly rated. I I've, I talked to a lot. Like I actually thought you guys were going to destroy me here because I talked to so many people that absolutely hate bananas. And oh, like I hate they're bananas. Very much my I favorite. Hate, I hate bananas. They're yeah. very much my favorite. But I'm not going to so. shit on the pick because I hate bananas. I'm trying to get in the mind space. Pretty much everyone I talk to hates bananas, and I love bananas. There doesn't that make them underrated, in my opinion? I don't think that's necessarily what makes something underrated, though, because maybe just hang out with a lot of people that hate bananas. I don't know. I think the general consensus is bananas are good. Yeah, like, I don't mind them. Like, I know I know plenty of people that like bananas. I just yeah, that's true. I can't think of anyone else I know that likes bananas at the moment for some really? reason. That's yeah. impossible. Everybody kind of... <laughs> wait, that's impossible because everybody kind of likes bananas. No, I don't. Not uh, even kind yeah. of. I hate bananas. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I hate wait, bananas. You don't even like... I've gone on this debate <laughs> no. with a bunch of people before and I have never met anyone that's just like, yeah, I agree, bananas are the best. They're not Except the best. They're not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're bananas. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like the opposite sides here proves that it's an underrated thing. Well... I wouldn't just end an argument like that. How can you, how can you possibly retort? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. Yeah, Phil, what's your I've, been, I've been looking around this room trying to just gather. What's some your sort miscellaneous of... picks here, Philip? Like the, the old like knickerbockers, maybe like <laughs> old old tobacco pipes. All right. Suspenders. That's Back tough. when you could smoke cigarettes in bars. 
That was pretty a, a pretty underrated time. I often think back to those days. Pretty cool time. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go sitcom route again. I'm just gonna pick Always Sunny. I feel like there's a lot of people our age, at the very least, that kind of know what Always Sunny is, but I've never seen it, and it's one of my favorite shows of all time. And it's been on. I think it's its 15th season now. It just keeps still going. Yeah, it's still chugging away. Exactly. Didn't even know that. And it's one of the best comedies of all time. It's a great show. Yeah, that's tough because like that is Is my favorite. Better than How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Oh yeah, way better. It's my favorite sitcom. Yes. But like that's where I kind of that's actually a great pick though because I was thinking (laughs) like how could it be underrated? It's my favorite sitcom, but it's exactly like like well no like it's no one watches it. It's my favorite yeah. sitcom, but no one watches it. Exactly. Yeah, I fit in that club for sure. Of like, I've heard all about it and stuff, but I've yeah. never watched it. I, I I've heard about it now because I've known Tom for six <laughs> years, but before that, I had never heard of it. Unbelievable show. It's awesome. Unbelievable show. I don't know where to stream it. It's not on Netflix. I uh, I don't know. We watch it like through our like. Shaw account from home, <laughs> we get like on demand. So, yeah, I wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't even for that. I wouldn't. So, I used to watch it all the time on like FX. Has an yeah. access problem. Yeah, yeah. But if you can find a way to access it, give it a watch. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I also used to stream it all the time on like this sketchy website, and I think that's what did the old <laughs> Samsung laptop in. <laughs> I used to watch that and like Scrubs and The League. <laughs> the League. Yeah, the Another league. underrated show, I yeah, think. Yeah, you could have picked The League. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty underrated. Yeah, R.I.P. Samsung. So, what was that uh, old one? What was that old show, Ben, that used to just go around the San Francisco Giants? Wasn't it called The League? No, it was The Franchise? Was the, it franchise, the Franchise, yeah. 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 It was kind of like the 24-7 NHL. Yeah, or like, like hard or like hard, yeah, like yeah. Hard yeah, so we're sitting at like an hour and a half. Um, I guess just before we close it out, do, do you guys have any kind of like uh, guys left on the cutting room floor here that you like any uh, honorable mentions or? Yeah, sure. Fractor almost picked Dave Franco. No, I feel like I feel like he's pretty underrated. He's in a lot of movies I like. That's true. Like, <laughs> who really talk? Like, I feel like people talk about James Franco more than him. Yeah. Maybe for good reason. I don't know, but I think Dave Franco's. Yeah. He's in good movies. Athlete He's also wise. married to Allison Brie, so big ups to him. Yeah. <laughs> I could have picked Community as underrated too, but I feel like because of Netflix now, it's starting to, like, it's kind of, it's come back. But people have seen Community. Yeah, there's a bunch. Maybe we should have just done a TV category because I, I I'm thinking of a, thinking of them a lot easier than like any other. Yeah, I wanted to do movies, like yeah. a movie category, and I I have I've seen a million movies. So I could <laughs> you could have taken a movie miscellaneous. Yeah, like I've, the Nice Guys. If anybody's ever seen that, awesome movie. I feel like I have. What's that yeah, about? It's uh Ryan. It's Gosling, right? I was getting. Yeah, yeah, it's Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that movie's Googled awesome. That. Yeah, Great that, flick, yeah. Yeah, that movie's yeah. awesome. It's him and Russell Crowe. 
right? Yeah. Awesome movie. For athletes, I I thought about taking Charles Barkley because, like, he kind of gets lost as, like, the big, fat, goofy analyst, but in his prime, he was a problem. No rings. <laughs> well, it's not... And that's, your, and that's what people say. But he kind of... His prime ran alongside, like, the greatest player of all time, and his... Who can even no name rings. his? Who could even name any of his second bananas when he was on uh, Man, Phoenix? I like it. Keep putting in the keep putting yeah. in the listeners' brains. Like when Charles bananas. Barkley was on Phoenix, like who's his second string? Like he didn't have he didn't have anyone teaming up with him. He was just a. Didn't he play Jordan in the East? Or sorry, no, in the NBA final one year? Yeah, he's he stole it. Yeah, he stole a MVP from him, right? Yeah, ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, like in Michael like, Jordan's prime, he won an MVP. Yeah, like and he, then he gets well, should that year they played in the finals or not? Yeah, yeah, that was the '93 finals, I think. Yeah, he just like literally had no one on his team. Yeah, he was just the round mounder rebound taking over games, but like no I don't ring. know. There's no Patrick McCaw. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> if he played these days, he would for sure have a ring because he would just team hop like Kevin Durant or LeBron, and like would have no yeah. problem get, having a support cast. But people shit on him for not having a ring because he just didn't have, like, the league was different back then. He got traded around a bunch because different team like, they'd try and win with him, not win, and then trade him to the next team. Also thought about taking Joe Thornton. <laughs> Jumbo. Very properly rated. Really? Assist God, man. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need to know about him, and that's what everybody knows. You think Cam? You think Cam would have taken Patrice Bergeron as his under as his athlete? Oh, <laughs> oh probably. For sure. Probably would have picked like Charlie McAvoy. Even though they like Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Even though like goat, he's not high enough. How could you rate Patrice Bergeron anymore? Like he, like they have an award basically for him. Like the cell, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that's that's stupid. (laughs) But yeah, keep telling me he's underrated. Get out of here. (laughs) And then um, Tugarat. You would have said Tugarat. Yeah. Yeah, somehow Tom Brady's underrated. He could have said Tom Brady. Man. I would have said yeah, it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that past him. That's for sure. That's the paper he's writing tonight. <laughs> trying to decide which uh, Boston athlete's the most underrated. Oh, he just texted me. Speak of the devil. See what this guy had to say. Just hop on the Tom pod, Ripley? buddy. How was the podcast? Maybe show up next time and you'll know, Cam. <laughs> yeah, tell him to listen tomorrow. Here. I hope he hears that. Tell him yeah. to listen tomorrow. Yeah, I will. We need those listeners, man. Jeez, yeah, that that guy, man. I I got nothing else to say about him. Like maybe I think that's how we'll close out the show. Just me and disbelief. Shout out Gina Bouchard. Shout out Zach. Not shut out, wave a wire camera. <laughs> <laughs>